Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 130 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And today we are going to talk about nightly routine. So if you've been listening for a while, I think my first podcast was setting yourself up for a successful morning routine. And if I'm being truthful, my entire business has been built on super early office hours. So morning routine for me is key. But I also had kind of turned into a pumpkin at about 3 p.m. because I just don't have as much energy. And my point of saying all this is that it's really important to understand your habits. But if you want to have a rockin' day and a morning routine, you have to understand your habits and have a good nighttime routine. So before we get into all of the details, it's really important for you to think about about when is your most productive time. For some of you, it might be evening. For some of you, it might be morning. For me, it is 100% the morning, as in I put my phone away and knock out the task. And then in the evening is when I will like catch myself scrolling and just honestly lose my willpower. So it might be the opposite for you. And that is totally okay. The point of this episode, though, is any task is really hard to follow whenever you are in the most productive, whatever time that is for you, if you don't have a good evening routine and you don't get enough sleep. So when I started my business almost six years ago, I had zero boundaries and was averaging like four to five hours a night of sleep. And that compiled over time was a huge recipe for disaster. So my first tip on setting up a nightly routine is, are you sleeping enough and how long long. I don't like to sleep with my watch on to track things. So I don't track the quality of sleep. But I do sort of keep note in my head of like what time I went to bed. And am I averaging seven and a half hours of sleep? So for me, I know that my body needs between seven and eight hours of sleep average. And so I would encourage you to try different times to figure out what works best and then just stick with it for a period of time, like a week, even on the weekend. So I almost always try to average seven and a half to eight hours because consistency works. And if you don't know yet, I'm a huge fan of consistency, no matter the topic. So the next thing that you can do as it relates to sleep, and then we'll get into the actual nightly routine And something that has helped me quite a bit is think of the activities that might be derailing your sleep. And so some popular daily activities or habits that can interfere with your sleep include caffeine or alcohol consumption, long naps. That's definitely not something that I have going on. uh, Nighttime workouts or late dinners. So keep in mind that the things that you do or don't do during the day will set you up for your sleep at night. So for instance, exercise is a great habit for overall health, but at nighttime, a workout could interview, interfere, not interview, with your sleep. So 
think about all of this before we get into the actual steps. When are you most productive? How much are you sleeping? And is there anything in your day that is interfering with the quality of sleep? All right, so now we're gonna get into the productivity tips that you know and love on Fridays. And that is to ensure that you have a successful morning and a productive one. There are a few things that you should do every single night. So the first thing that I do when I'm done with work or at the end of day before dinner is I take a look at my calendar for the next day and I time block the entire day. And while this episode is not about time blocking, it actually helps me fall asleep. So I think about the three things, the cake method, which is episode 92, that I want to focus on and when it will happen and what else I have going on. I also use this time to map out my morning. So as an example, every morning I have a strict morning routine, but I also have business hours that I talk about a lot. So I will write down exactly what I want to accomplish during those hours the night before. So basically when I go to bed, I'm not stressed. I'm not anxious. I know exactly what's coming. And when I wake up, I don't have to think. I just have to take action. And honestly, I probably don't even think in the morning until like 10 a.m. because everything is like laid out for me and I'm just executing. And because it's the most productive time for me, it just goes like clockwork. And then at 10, when I like come up from a break, I'm like, yes, I just got so much done. And then I have the confidence to go through the rest of the day. So number two is just for fun, after you do this activity, Do something you love. So it's the end of the day. You've mapped out your next day. Now I want you to do something fun. So maybe go for a walk outside, eat dinner with your family. Basically, you want to reward yourself for taking time to set things up for tomorrow. And the reason for this is, is your brain relaxes when you do something that is delightful. So the brain is stimulated when you are happy, which improves your cognitive alertness and productivity. And personally, I love a good family dinner and a Real Housewives episode. P.S. Beverly Hills is my favorite. And that is my guilty pleasure. And it has nothing to do with work. So it's a little reward for like taking the first step to plan my day. The next thing that you can do is establish a no phone zone or no work zone at the end of the day or in the evening. So as an example, I try to answer emails in the evening from the day's activities and then I turn it off as in it's usually no work on any screen past 7 p.m. Now, this doesn't happen every night. I'm not perfect. But if you end up checking your email right before bed, what if you get something that frustrates you or even something that excites you? So how are you going to be able to fall asleep when you're processing all of that information? Even if you do this just a couple of times a week, it's going to make such a big difference. So one of my favorite mentors when it comes to habits and productivity is Brendan Bouchard, and he encourages to avoid randomness when you are ready to wind down for your day. So this includes not getting stuck in front of screens, social media, or even doing a marathon of your favorite show. So you need a few minutes to just have some quiet. He said that the that when the brain is firing up dopamine, when you have so many things that run in your mind, it actually causes you to struggle to sleep. So even if you watch Real Housewives like I do, give yourself like five minutes of just silence before you go to bed. The way that I do this is I watch my Real Housewives, I don't check my phone, and then I listen to the Calm app to fall asleep. 
Another sleep expert, Ariana Huffington, who's the founder of Thrive Global, likewise shares the same view when she made a decision to keep her bedroom a screen-free zone. So she actually opts to leave her electronics outside her bedroom and keep the atmosphere a very conducive place for sleeping. She's also a huge advocate of getting proper sleep because her story consists of her fainting from exhaustion when she launched Thrive Global and now now she is an advocate for healthy habits, getting the right amount of sleep and avoiding burnout, which we can all agree on. P.S. If you are a Discovery Plus subscriber, and this is not an ad, but all of the old Oprah Super Soul Sundays are on uh, Discovery Plus. And there's like a two-part series with Ariana Huffington, and it is amazing. There's also a, another series with uh, Dwayne Dreyer. Uh, Wayne Dreyer, sorry, I can't speak on my own podcast. <laughs> and it's so good. It talks about these habits. It talks about the importance of sleep and routine. And if you don't believe me, go listen to Oprah. Okay, so now we know what we want to do. It's the end of the day. We did something fun. We watched a little TV. We've got our Calm app going. We don't have any uh, distractions before we want to go to bed. And so now what you want to do is... Think about a regimen that you can create so you can be consistent. So as an example, after I turn off my laptop from my nine to five or whatever I'm doing for the day, I go change my clothes. And to me, this is a sign of winding down. It's a trigger to my body. You can also add in a skincare regimen, a bath, sleepy time tea, reading. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm bad at all of these except changing my clothes into, let's face it, we're going from like leggings to more comfy leggings, but it works. So it's progress. The goal is that you want to create calming activities before you sleep. And so think about what that what that is for you and how you can create that as part of your daily routine. So part of your regimen can also be setting things out for tomorrow. So this is making small adjustments during the nighttime for what your greatest struggle is in the morning to have a more productive day. So this could be preparing breakfast or lunch so you don't have to do it in the morning, laying your outfit out, um, laying your outfit out for your kids. I mean, my goal in the morning is literally, I'm not kidding, to not think at all. Like everyone's outfits are ready to go, even in the summer, because that always causes stress, especially with twins, like we can't find the right shirt or whatever, somebody's shoes missing, like this just helps us stay on track. So think about a regimen that you can do to help set yourself up for success in the morning. I truly believe that implementing just one or two of these can help you and it will save you from unnecessary stress that the busy morning gives. And you won't find yourself cramming, you won't feel like your head is exploding, and you won't need to scream out loud at all of those people around you in the morning because you are going to have the best morning ever because you had the most amazing evening. So instead, you, you're really focusing on what's working best for you and you're performing when your body is ready to perform. So remember the very first thing that we talked about was find a time when you are most productive and work your schedule around that. So maybe your quiet time is in the afternoon or maybe you stay up really late and you're watching your 
Real Housewives first thing in the morning because you're not a morning person. That's okay. But whatever you do, right before you go to sleep, you need to make sure that you disconnect and find a way to work some of these into your routine. And because you do this, you're now going to see greater opportunities and productivity coming your way. Your brain is going to rest positively at night. You're going to have a clear direction for tomorrow, and you're going to be willing and able to embrace the new morning ahead all because you prepared the night before. Sounds pretty good, right? So what I want you guys to do is think about one thing you can do today to set yourself up for evening success. Just one thing and then see how it goes. I want you to share with me in the DMs in our Facebook community how it's going. We're going to talk about it all week and we're going to focus a lot more on holding you accountable in the podcasts coming ahead. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you like this episode and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.